Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Now, welcoming into the show, former East Carolina offensive lineman. I got Mr. Deontay Smith, who is now a senior bowl participant, going to be down in Mobile in a couple months here. I know he's super excited about this opportunity. Deontay, before we get started here, man, I, again, appreciate you so much for taking some time with me today and uh, uh, welcoming you to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, man. So, Deontay, I want to go through your, your career a little bit before I do, because obviously you accomplished a lot of great things at East Carolina, including 26 straight starts, 33 career starts overall. I know you were a preseason All-American Athletic Association Conference selection by Field Steel and by Athlon Sports. So you were a very highly touted and very accomplished player there. Before that, though, I'm talking about Groveton High School in Augusta, Georgia. I know very well because my mom is actually from Groveton and my, my grandfather actually played football and baseball at East Carolina. So this one, this interview is pretty cool for me, man. So talk to me a little bit about East Carolina. What set them apart for you and why it was ultimately such a special place for you? Uh, when I was getting recruited, actually, uh, I was actually committed to App State. Um, and the offensive line coach uh, had gotten a, a new job. And I went on my official visit, you know what I mean? I enjoyed my official visit, but I still was in the market looking for, for someone that felt more like home to me. And um, I went on a – I went on a – visit to East Carolina because I had been talking to Coach G. Boy. He had been at Middle Tennessee. He had gotten the job at East Carolina and Coach Montgomery had gotten the job. And uh, I went on an official visit. I liked it. I liked the uh, plan that Coach Montgomery had, had played out for us and our team. And uh, although it didn't work as planned, uh, I, I don't regret my decision at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I know it's kind of surreal for you. You know, the, the season just ended so quickly with just everything going on. And obviously you made that decision that was best for yourself. Kind of looking back at it, though, like full scope of all the things you were able to accomplish, all the football you played at East Carolina. What was what? Just looking back on it, man, how surreal is just the things you were able to accomplish and, and some of your proudest moments there at East Carolina? It is uh, surreal. I really just thank God. It's like um... – you know, you think about some of the things that you want to accomplish and you put your goals down on paper and pad and stuff like that. And you, and you, you strive towards them. And when you start accomplishing them, you know what I mean? You can only just thank God and just keep working because it's possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know we, uh, 
before we started the interview, we, I just asked you a little bit about like how everything's been with COVID and the quarantine. And I know it's been really tough, not only now, but, you know, before the season, a lot of conferences were delayed. Are we going to play football? What's going to be the final outcome of everything? Just take me through, Deontay, a little bit of, of your process in the offseason when, hey, if, how long are things going to get shut down? Are we going to have a season? And how you were able to manage so much uncertainty going into your final year here? You know, I was just focused on getting ready to play football. So I just wanted to to be able to just go out and do me and, and be the best me I, I can be. So that's mainly what I was just focusing on during that period. Mm-hmm. And how tough was it for you? Because I know it's it's tough on everybody, each individually, the mindset of trying to get through something like that. But also, you know, while things are shut down, you're not able to be around your uh, your teammates as much, around the coaches. How much was that tough, maybe just draining in the offseason, not being able to around the guys, be a part of some type of normalcy? It definitely was tough. A uh, very different experience, you know, different adversity that I, and no one has felt until we've reached this pandemic as a society. And, you know, I mean, it's just something that we just had to learn and adapt with. It was very hard, though. Very tough. Yeah. And I, I know I've talked to a lot of people, Deontay, and I, I, for one, am a person where for all the people that were opting out before the season began, I, I didn't blame anybody for making those decisions because it's, it's scary right now, to say the least. You decided to, you know, try to get into the season and eventually you, you obviously made that decision. You know, it was best for you during the season can you take me through just that decision, why it was made at that time specifically, and if that was something that maybe you were considering before the season even began? Uh, no, I wasn't considering it before the season began. But just the way the cards I was being dealt with, the COVID uh, protocols and, and, and things of that sort, you know what I mean? It's just something that, you know what I mean, I felt like it was going to be the best decision for me at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, definitely, I definitely get it. And it was, again, something where – no matter what timing you made that decision, I know for each person individually, it was a, it was a tough situation and a tough decision to make. And I, w- I want to talk about this next opportunity you have, because obviously I wanted to reach out to you because I was very impressed with your film. I'm very impressed with you as a football player. Obviously, a lot of people are taking high notice of that. Now that you are officially, you know, full eyes ahead and trying to make this dream a reality, what have you been doing in preparation and, and just how grateful are you for this opportunity that's in front of you? Uh, yeah, I've been training. I'm I'm so grateful for this opportunity, first off. I'm just grateful for the opportunity to go out and be able to showcase my talents and show what I can do. And, and uh, you know what I mean? Grow from this experience also and learn. So I'm, I'm beyond grateful for this opportunity. I've been working on, you know what I mean, things that I need to work on according to my technique, also with running, pass blocking, of course, with my fundamentals. But also I've just been working on developing my body more, getting stronger. You know what I mean? Getting smarter and uh, learning how to speak well. You know what I mean? Enunciate. Nah, <laughs> things, I get it. Things of that, of that nature. Yeah, absolutely. And that's some things that I don't think people uh, really think about too much, man, is the interview process sometimes is just as important as the on-the-field stuff, you know, leading up through the pre-draft process. So I definitely get that. I work with a few people that are, you know, in consulting and stuff where that's all they do is just talk about, you know, combine prep and answering questions. I know it's very difficult. Deontay, can you kind of – Put me into what what uh, where have you, where are you training right now? Who are you training with? Are you training at the school? Are you going to be at one of the facilities? Like, what's kind of that process looking right now? Right now, I'm currently training in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm training at a facility called Phase One Sports uh, with a trainer called Trip Roll. That's my trainer, 
And, you know, I have another uh, offensive line trainer, you know what I mean, who's helping me with my fundamentals in my game. And uh, I'm enjoying the process and enjoying getting better. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And what, what's Vegas like right now, man? Is it a little better out there than maybe back at East Carolina? Uh, it's COVID, you know what I mean? So I'm just yeah. re- just staying staying focused and staying, staying ready to work, you know what I mean? We got yeah. a lot of big opportunities, and, and I just want to make the most out of those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And what is what is an ordinary training day kind of look like for some people? Because I know everyone talks about you know morning lift and nutrition and everything. What what's kind of like the the or, uh, the average day now for Deontay Smith training for this big opportunity? You know, I have my my schedule. I wake up. You know, I do my stretching and stuff like that. I have my scheduled meals throughout the day, and uh, you know, what I mean, I have my scheduled lift where I go. Other scheduled times where I go and get body work, you know what I mean? To make sure I'm still getting more flexible, still being ready to be at peak performance and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Just things throughout the day to keep me going, you know what I mean? It's it's a different schedule throughout the week, you know what I mean? But it's definitely uh, central towards my my performance and getting me better. Mm-hmm. And I know you mentioned about, you know, continuing to develop physically. I, I've seen a couple different weights on you. I think I saw like the official roster at like 274, but I've seen you listed at like 289, 290. Uh, is there an ideal playing weight that you might be trying to get to that you think is going to be like the perfect uh, playing weight for yourself? Currently I'm around 305 right now. So I feel like if as, as long as I keep toning myself and, and developing myself in this and, and I can get to about, 310, 315, I know my body can hold. So it just depends on, you know what I mean, where I can hold it, be actual, be strong and firm, you know what I mean, and be able to move how I still want to move, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. the goal weight is just the weight that's just necessary for me to do my job. Right, right. And I, I know that you have been a guy that, you know, spent most of your time on left tackle. I know you played a little bit inside a guard earlier in yes, your sir. career. Uh, now this opportunity now um, is is being as versatile as possible. Something that's been a high point of emphasis for you. Uh, most definitely, I always tried to be versatile in college. Also, you know what I mean. So certain things I would try to like work the right side or work inside. Sometimes I'll mess around and try to snap the ball at center. Sometimes, <laughs> but it's just just having fun because it's all intertwined. And once you're in the offensive line room, you know what I mean. We're all looking at the same film. We all had the same coach. So, you know, I mean, we're all hearing the same stuff. So it's kind of hard not to look and learn. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know a big thing that besides for, we, you know, we talked about the physical development, the on-field work, the, the, the interview process. I know film study, obviously, is also a big point of emphasis. I'm sure it is for you right now. Are there players that maybe you like to watch a lot that you maybe model your game after? Or are you just kind of more focused on what you're putting on the field right now? Uh, I don't necessarily model my game after after any players, but like Laramie Tunsil, uh, Deion Dawkins just does some things, you know what I mean? Uh, it's just, there are plenty of people that I try to take things from and learn from. Mm-hmm. And plenty of people. Fun, yeah, and I, I know um, the opportunity now to play in the Senior Bowl down in Mobile, Jim Nagy running that the game, which is, I just feel like improving every year in and year out. When you got that news, man, how excited were you? What was just kind of going through your mind when you got that Senior Bowl invite? I was so excited. I was just like, what was going through my head was I was always watching this as a high schooler, most definitely just watching the one-on-ones and, and like certain things throughout the practice week on NFL Network. So now to know that I'm going to be a part of it and I have a chance to uh, showcase my talents, is a blessing and dream come true. 
And, and what are some things, uh, Deontay, when, when you get down there, like what is the high point of emphasis for you? Do, do you feel like you have a chip on your shoulder? Is there something that specifically you want to just prove while you're down there? Oh, for me, I just feel like I, I would like to go and learn as much as possible and, and just show what I can do. So I'm just going out there to, to, to show what I do, show what I can, what I understand, what I know, and also be able to be an open slate and be able to take in knowledge and also take in new things and how to improve also. You know what I mean? Just trying to improve. Absolutely. And I only have a couple more for you, Deontay. I want to talk about this dream now because only a few months from now, man, you're going to be a professional football player. I'm sure it's been a dream for a long time. Uh, what, looking back at, at your life, is there a moment where you said, like, at that moment, I wanted to be a professional football player? Just how long has this been a dream for you? For years, since I was a, a small kid. I remember uh, my mom put me in flag football when I was like four or five. And just like stuff like that, I always used to watch the Falcons and Roddy White, Ward Dunn and, and Vic, stuff like that, Algie Crumper. Like, I just always watched that growing up. My mom was a big Falcons fan. So it just, it just always been in my head. And, I, and I've actually just worked my way over hope, I know I'm gonna work my way into a position to where I can, I can do what, I, what I've been dreaming of. So I just gotta keep going. Yeah, God willing, good blessings. Absolutely. And you've, you've, you've obviously put on some, some great film over the last couple of years. This is why you were in this position. Last question for you is this is one that's going to be asked of you a bunch during the process. You know, when you meet with teams, they're going to say, what does Deontay Smith give to our program, to our organization? The minute that you enter the door, what do you ultimately give them as a football player and as a person? As a person, I give them somebody that, that understands the difference between being between those white lines and, and actually walking walking on the street and conducting myself. So I know how to behave. I know how to be a, a personable person. I speak to everybody. I know how to be memorable. But but as a football player, I bring energy. I bring enthusiasm. I bring work ethic. And I bring that drive. So I, I feel like they'll get that out of me. And, and I know I'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm here with Mr. Deontay Smith, former offensive lineman from East Carolina, now a 2021 NFL draft prospect and a senior ball participant here soon. Deontay, appreciate it again, man. You've taken some time with us today. Uh, rooting the absolute best for you, man. I hope I can get down to Mobile to take a look at the show you're about to put on. Thank you so much. You have a great day. Thank you for having me also. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.